honest with yourself. Do you really believe that this is about health? It's never been, take a look, it's evident. The only thing that's spreading is the terror they've been peddling. That mask is a muzzle, only the strong will survive in this struggle. If you ain't seen the bigger picture yet, then you're just lost in the puzzle. Literally got you living in a bubble. The only virus in our lives is these liars and these tyrants that are trying to deny us of our rights and conspiring to annihilate the righteous. The sheep can be silenced, but they could never quiet the lions. We're rising. The veil has been lifted. Consciousness has shifted to a higher wisdom. And we ain't gonna be victims of this system. We won't be prisoners. This is the resistance. To the resistance, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'm Sam. I am. Welcome to the Lifeboat live stream. Okay, there has been some very interesting things happening um, around the world, and these governments are. I think they know. I think they know what they've done. And I think they are paralyzed with fear and have no idea how they're going to get out of this at this point. The hospitals are filling up around the country. We're going to go through the stories. And they're flooded with patients, not with people who have COVID, but people who have heart complications, rare cancers, all kinds of weird illnesses. It's like their immune system has been decimated and maybe even their ability to repair DNA at a cellular level. This mRNA, oh yeah, it might actually penetrate the nucleus of the cell and do God knows what. And we don't know if this stuff is transmissible. It might get into you with close contact or sexual contact and do God knows what to your body. They have unleashed a bioweapon. It is deadly and they are coming for our children. That's reality. Now let's look at what they've got to say. 60,000 carers are about to get the sack if they don't get the jab by the 11th of November. Now, this this is... 60,000. Wait a minute. I thought it was a few hundred here and there. Very, very small percentage of those resistant, but 60,000. Mm-hmm. Big time news, because if this happens, the care, care industry is going to implode. Care industry mm-hmm. is already in crisis with yep. 105,000 uh, vacancies uh, that they can't fill. So if you're losing 60,000 more, you've got a crisis that now becomes a collapse. Oh. If the care home industry collapses, that puts increased pressure on hospitals because they can't discharge patients to those, those resident uh, care homes, and you've got a problem. However, the government, damned if they do, damned if they don't, if they don't do something about unvaccinated care home staff, they're going to put the residents at greater risk. You know, you know, those unvaccinated care home staff that worked all through the pandemic when it was their ass on the line, those ones. 
to make sure who we're talking about here. Risk of COVID-19 infections were already at the beginning of the pandemic. They had a disproportionate number of deaths mm. in care homes as a result of not protecting the, the residents enough. Uh, but if they do do something, they're going to lose staff. What they do need to do is to persuade, do educate and encourage staff who are looking after patients. They've only got till November to November. To be vaccinated. They've only got a week to go. They have. And it's, and it's, uh, well, you know these people. You, you, you work with them. Um, it's part of your, your, your job description. What do you think they're going to do? The people who, up to, who this morning are still saying, no, I'm not going to have the jab for whatever reason. I choose not to have it. Do you think they'll change their minds when this guillotine starts to drop? I, I think a few will. I think a few will. <clears throat> the problem is that we are so reliant on uh, people from ethnic backgrounds who traditionally have been hesitant about vaccination. Oh, that's it. It's, it's a cultural thing. It's not that these 60,000 people have seen firsthand what these vaccines are doing to people, have worked on people that have coded because they're vaccinated, and now they've got a blood clot, they're having a heart attack, they can't breathe, and you're watching them suffocate to death. Maybe that's why they don't want to take it. What do you think? For good reason sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I think that, that, that they will be more difficult to persuade to, mm. to, to be vaccinated. It begs the question, how is it that people at the vanguard of healthcare are so hesitant about protecting themselves and the people that they're looking after? I, I can't really understand. Well, we've already... We've this- he just, he can't understand why these people at the vanguard of healthcare, let's, let's hear that load of bullshit again. Care are so hesitant about protecting themselves. Hesitant about protecting themselves. Well, actually, if they have natural immunity, the vaccine's going to degrade their natural immunity. It would mean that they're far more likely to have severe side effects. There's studies that say anything from two to three times that are months old to the current ones that say, I think, seven or 11x-fold increase in your likelihood of having severe adverse reactions. Maybe that's why they're hesitant. Maybe they've seen the damage that these vaccines do firsthand and they don't want to touch it. But no, let's not even acknowledge that. And the people that they're looking after. I, I... Let's make it about the people that they were looking after and forget that these people were heroes who helped them, the high-risk groups, get exposing themselves, often without the proper equipment, for what they were told this thing was. Let's just forget about all that and now demonize them. How dare they put these people at risk? I can't really understand well, we've how we've already... got to this situation, except yeah. that they're on minimum, almost on minimum wage. Yeah. They do a fantastic job. Mm. We desperately need them. But and we don't we want them to, them to be go. vaccinated as well. No. We don't. And we need them to be vaccinated as well. You know, there's something else that they can't figure out down there in Australia. And it happens to be why the hospitals are all full of sick people. Hospitals are under enormous pressure. This is the same in Tasmania, South Australia, New South Wales, Queensland, uh, and Victoria. So pretty much across the whole continent... It's the same. What's going on? This has uh, been something no one has ever seen before. Uh, the growth in demand in our hospitals, 
uh, why it is is hard to hard to know. No uh, idea. We don't know. There is some uh, evidence that some sort of delayed re- reaction to COVID, uh, but there. Oh, a delayed reaction to COVID, you say? Or maybe the vaccine, which pumps out the toxic element of COVID and causes disease all over the body while decimating the immune system and preventing DNA repair, potentially? Maybe that's what you're seeing. And you guys created it. And I think they know. They know that it's the vaccinated filling up the hospitals. They're not going to come out and tell you that. Because then you're going to find out that they are mass murderers who marched you off to death. And a lot of the people that got marched off to death are going to be very upset with them. That's where we're getting to. That's what's coming for a lot of these people. They better fucking hope that a tribunal, that they live long enough to face a tribunal, that somebody comes and scoops them up because the mob justice is going to be horrific. There is uh, huge um, numbers of people coming through the doors. So we're doing everything. Hospitals are under enormous pressure. This is the same in Tasmania, South Australia, New South Wales, Queensland uh, and Victoria. Enormous pressure. Hospitals are under enormous pressure. We just don't know what it is. It's so strange. And it's weird because, you know, there's no COVID outbreak in Australia, but the vaccinated are filling hospitals while the people who put them there continue pretending they don't know what's happening. This is inside of an Australian hospital. They're not wearing masks, you might have noticed, and all the beds are full. And these people are vaccinated. And hey, hey, out there in Sweden, guess what? Same problem. Nobody knows why in Sweden either, why the hospitals are full of all these weird people with all these weird illnesses. That coincidentally, perfectly pure coincidence that they happen to be vaccinated. Right? And of course, Germany. Oh, same thing. They're not quite sure why heart attacks, cardiovascular issues, as well as lung breathing issues, whatever this word is, are both way above the trend lines for previous years. Official Robert Koch Institute uh, report, neurological and cardiovascular diseases, neurological nerve damage from the spike protein getting into your nervous system. It's the shaking and the Guillain-Barre and some of the other symptoms that you see as a result of that are going up in clinics. Even respiratory diseases are in 2021. High vaccination, higher than 2020 without the vaccines. And uh, in the Netherlands, well, guess what? Same same thing. The hospitals are full and I, I mean, they don't know what's going on. They're not sure what's causing it. It's very strange. Why are the hospitals filling up? Could it be because we gave everybody a vaccine 
a chemical compound designed to induce illness via synthetic pathogen. And it turns out, and we told them it was a vaccine, and it turns out it's going to kill most of them. And now we don't want to admit it. Getting ready to fight COVID. All of us want to be superheroes. And the most important heroes are those that help others. It's a Pfizer commercial. And they're leveraging all of the programming that Disney does to our kids and that parents do to reinforce it to tell them to do what? To take the shot and be a superhero. This year, thousands of kids like us around the world joined the COVID-19 vaccine trial. Kid power. And when they did, they became all superheroes. Ah! No, they became victims. They became victims of a bioweapon, casualties of war. And, and they, it's not enough. They have to kill more. They know what this is doing to these kids. Make no mistake about it. They are coming for your kids. To all the kids. This is the nice voluntary phase before they're, you know, going to have to require it because it's going to get real bad. And they think that you're not going to know that it's actually the vaccine killing all of these people. And they're, they think you're not going to know that they've soft-killed your child with their propaganda that you bought into. And you think they're not going to know that the neonatal ICUs probably around the country are starting to fill up with infants that have heart problems. Infants. Kids who volunteer. We'd like to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your superpowers of courage, trying new things, the ability to save people, the power to help people, helping not just um, yourself but many other kids. To not be scared, be strong, super brave, bravery and courage, a superhero shot, helping everybody. Fight coronavirus and help others. You're helping the whole entire world. Thank you. You are all superheroes. Thank you. Thank you, superheroes. Thank you. You're awesome. They're killing these kids. <clears throat> I think I'll leave a comment. Oh, oh, they turned comments off. I guess y'all don't want comments, Pfizer. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. 
How are they going to explain all the newborns with cardiac problems? This is from Steve Kershitz, Kers, uh his newsletter. He's got a source here. He says, the CDC told pregnant woman, this is Rochelle Lewinsky, that based on statements in a paper that any New England Journal of Medicine that has since been retracted, but the CDC didn't retract their advice when the paper was corrected. See the tiny little one at the top of the page. He's talking about, I think, a, a, a reference. I just received this email from a very trusted source. It sounds very credible to me, but I haven't had time to confirm. My fian- And this is the letter, okay? My fiancé knows a nurse at the local children's hospital who is quietly confounded in her yesterday that another nurse there said that the hospital's three NICUs, neonatal ICUs, are full of infant patients presenting with cardiac issues. The NICU nurse allegedly said she is not allowed to ask about the vaccination status of the mothers, but that the information is present in all of their charts and that all of the mothers are fully vaccinated. Because of this, a third or fourth-hand rumor, I would ordinarily try to confirm it before sharing with anyone, but my initial internet searches came up empty, and I worry that this is the sort of thing that might be effectively suppressed for quite a while by those in control of our largest hospitals, especially the ones uh, currently busy firing doctors and nurses who refuse vaccination. If it is just starting to happen at one hospital, I assume it would be starting to happen in hospitals nationwide or even worldwide, perhaps just starting now because it's just been about nine months since the vaccine vaccination craze started, uh, or maybe more pregnant women have recently uh, been succumbing to vaccine vaccine mandate pressure and we've we've seen miscarriages at um nine months remember that stillborn babies they pressured the mom told her we're we're not going to let you deliver in the hospital unless you're vaccinated did it at eight months and her baby was was stillborn doing fine up until then that's just one example there's dozens literally dozens there's mothers who are breastfeeding their babies and their two babies at least have died, caused inflammation and then death. And then you see these moms who are breastfeeding their baby and their baby breaks out in rashes because they got vaccinated. And they're like, gee, should I, should I stop breastfeeding my child? And it's like, well, lady, two kids are dead and you're poisoning your child. What, What do you think? Should you fucking stop? It's so sad. I was wondering whether it might be worth sharing some of the Unity Project scientific medical advisor doctors who may have contacts on the inside of large hospitals with NICUs uh, so long as they could be trusted to discreetly investigate without risking uh, their or our credibility by outlining, by outing the story prior to confirmation. If this rumor could be confirmed and revealed, it could potentially by itself turn the tide of this war. And I 100% agree. If anybody knows anything about this, if you've got any kind of proof, maybe you're one of the parents or you know someone who is a parent dealing with this right now, please get me in touch with them so we can bring them on the show and they can tell their story. Because, yeah, I get it. They're going to be upset at themselves for buying into this lie. But you know what? There's moms out there, there's pregnant women out there 
dealing with this pressure and this decision and this lie, and they deserve to know the truth. So any doctor willing to risk their career by confirming it in this, in the comments below or to me or to this guy or anybody, please get this out. If this is happening. And I think it is. If you're a parent of an injured child and come forward, they can't fire you. Doesn't mean you won't get attacked, but think of, think of what's at stake. This is literally the future of the human race. We don't know what this thing's doing. And a good chunk of the population is probably sterilized at this point. And the rest, well, who knows what kind of defects and long-term disease we're going to see. Oh, this world's a little crazy. See, they want you to know here, they want you to know that this little boy here is not some statistic, okay? And this girl, yeah, she's more than just a headline, okay? These anti-vaxxers are out there minimizing these people as if their lives don't matter. He's not someone's agenda, no. There is no agenda behind this. We're just trying to save the world by injecting these children with a chemical compound designed to induce illness via synthetic pathogen for a disease which they face almost no risk of hospitalization or death. And we're already seeing what it's doing to the adults. What do you think it's going to do to the kids? They're irreplaceable. Don't lose your kid to a disease that stands almost no chance of killing your child. Inject her with this poison, with this experimental poison that people are filling up hospitals right now after taking and mothers are losing their babies after taking. And new mothers are killing their babies after breastfeeding them, after taking, and inject it in your children. Or just allow the state to do it, right? Because the government is here to save your kids, whether you like it or not. Kids five and older can now get a COVID vaccine. See, we're all in this together. If you have questions, ask a doctor. Because <laughs> they're, they've been so fucking trustworthy throughout this whole thing, haven't they? Oh, you know what? We missed something in the last one. Let's, let's go back. And look at this commercial. Because right here at the end, they've got this little message for us. And it says right there, 
Emergency uses of the vaccine have not been approved. Well, well, where are you going, Pfizer? You're not squirming out of this one, you little fucks. Have not been approved or licensed by the FDA, but have been authorized. Note, we've pointed out the difference between those two by FDA under an emergency use authorization to prevent coronavirus disease 2019 in individuals five years of age and older. The emergency uses are only authorized for the duration of the declaration that circumstances exist justifying the authorization of the emergency use uh, medical product. You know, that emergency that doesn't actually exist now, currently, because they had, they had no deaths, they had no hospitalizations in the trial, so they pulled data from a more at-risk group to fabricate an emergency. To get this poison in your kids. Unless the de- declaration is terminated or revoked sooner. Our borders will open up. This lady, I don't know who she is, I think she's from Australia. And she's about to have an encounter with the woo or a brush with reality as she gives this live press conference in front of all the media. One of those, you know, extremely rare and unusual people who have experienced an adverse event after taking the vaccine just happens to walk by. I mean, the odds of this are off the charts because... The vaccines are so safe and effective and the adverse events are so extremely rare and unusual. This, you know, this kind of thing just, I don't, don't know how this happened. Um, so this woman comes in to the press conference as she's talking and starts telling her about her friends who are dropping dead and a little 13-year-old girl who just got the shot and now is in a wheelchair with a terminal disease. And, you know, we already know from Jacinda's press conference that these are not to inform and educate the public. They are to propagandize, to feed the authorized media, the propagandists, their talking points to sell the agenda. And there will not be any discussion that runs counter to the government narrative or you will lose your access and your job. And we'll get a reporter in here who will go along. Our borders will open up. Look at her. She's trying to figure out what the fuck do I do? How do I get out of this? So, lady, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to talk to you. 
look, lady, I'm happy to talk to you after. Just please uh, stop saying these things. You're scaring the normies right now during this live press conference. Please go away. I want to brush you under the rug. Margaret Miles, starting Whitfield, 14 hours later. Mike is 60 to visit her grandson. Thank you. My other friend's daughter, Carol Johnson, her daughter just had the damn damn class Rockhampton. She's now in a wheelchair and unable to live. (laughs) And I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at her face. She's sitting there. Has no idea what to do, how to handle this situation because she fucking knows. She knows what these vaccines are doing to these kids. And she knows what's coming for all of them. And they are hoping, praying to God that they can sell it off as something else and that the truth doesn't come out. But it's too late for that. We're past that. The truth is coming out. And that was a week ago. She had the second jab. Will you give the answers why they are, why they are tested? Why isn't it, why has it not been reported to people? (laughs) So, uh... Can I, can I, uh... Why is it not being reported? Excuse me, I have a... She is so displeased being a sociopath that one of these normies has the audacity to interrupt her live press conference and question her about these things. How dare you? Do you not know who I am? She feels no empathy for this woman, just wants to dismiss her, has zero fucking intention of looking into what's happening because she already knows And their solution to mass murdering their population is to lie and hope they get away with it. That's who these people are. Never forget that. Governments around the world all at once have led their people to slaughter. Don't you dare tell me We need governments after this ever again. You've said enough. Explain why Margaret Files is dead now and why the autopsy they said they can't show the data if you die for an AstraZeneca. These are my friends for 40 years. Please explain to the people and look into Margaret Miles. She's got nothing to say. Nothing. And Carol Johnson's daughter, who's now terminally ill in a wheelchair after the second jab of week ago. Yes, and of course not. Of course not. It's the ABC. Oh, sorry. Yes, my friends are dead. Absolutely. So th- these are really dead. important issues. Oh, are they? Are they? Are they? Um, but what ABC. is actually happening? Is there anyone who passes away does get a Anyone who passes away does get. A proper investigation. So, you know, we investigated and found no issues with the vaccine, lady. So, uh, you know. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. 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 Th
Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you for coming. Thank you. Bye bye. Of course, these two clowns, mass murderers, are getting called out because of something we pointed out the day it happened. The old CDC definition of a vaccine is a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease, protecting the person from that disease. Vaccines are usually, why? Because they take the disease and like, you know, kill it with formaldehyde and put it in the body so that the body sees it, experiences it, or they sicken it and weaken it, inject it into the body so it's a easy kill for your immune system. You build up that memory, then your natural immunity does its thing, but it's simply got an easy prey. And then when the harder ones come along that are fully alive, it knows how to attack them and knocks them out. That's how the old vaccines work. That's what this is describing. Vaccines are usually administered through needle injections, but can also be administered by mouth or sprayed into the nose. Vaccination, the art, the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. And then the new definition, September 1st of this year, a vaccine is a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. Vaccines are usually administered through needle injections, but some can be administered by mouth or sprayed in the nose. Vaccination is the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease, not immunity. No, no, no. No, it's just protection. You can still catch the disease. You can still spread it, but you're better uh, protected. That's what, that's how vaccines work. This is straight out of 1984 ministry of truth, changing the narrative. All that matters is what the state says. And they, and it goes on and on. And why did they do this? Well, I need to update. This is uh, who Valerie is. I don't know who she is, but a CDC person, internal CDC emails. I need to update this page immune immunization, basic CDC, since these definitions are outdated and being used by some to say COVID-19 vaccines are not vaccines per the CDC's own definition. <laughs> the definition, this is in response to Valerie. Uh, the definition of a vaccine we have posted is problematic and people are using it to claim COVID-19 vaccine is not a vaccine based on our own definition. We were beating them. We were making a point and they were losing. So what did they do? They changed reality. They changed the rules. They rewrote the definition and weakened it from immunity to protection. Here's where they want to go with this. Uh, and what was so incredible was these teams are not just knocking on doors anymore. They're actually carrying eskies and vaccinating at the door. They're seeing how many people are in that household and they're vaccinating everyone who's eligible in that home while they knock on that door. Uh, and that's what we have to do. Uh, and- mm, well, that's what you have to do. You have to go door to door. 
vaccinating everyone in the house? What if they don't want to get your chemical injection designed to induce illness via synthetic pathogen? What if they say no? Then what? Well, that's where it goes. We already know the answer. Here's what's happening on the ground in Australia. A little more truth. Healthcare workers from South Australia here protesting silently. She's saying two and a half thousand. Respectfully outside Channel 9 because they've got nothing better to do. Okay? We're on the verge of losing our jobs. So we are a, too young to retire. So as a registered nurse, you're yes. facing losing your job? Absolutely. We don't even know where we stand. Apparently from the ABC News last night, 100 South Australian healthcare workers were being stood down. I don't think so. Try 3,000, okay? That's just in Adelaide alone. This is not... 3,000. The news telling them a few hundred. Reality, probably 3,000. Maybe 2,000. But they are lying. Why? Because they are trying to mass murder their populations. And no, everybody's not in on it. Some people are just gullible and captured by the propaganda that they go right along because the person in the white lab coat is telling them the experiment must continue. Not okay, because we want to do what we love doing. And that is caring for the South Australian community. We are passionate and we would not be here if we weren't. If we didn't care, we wouldn't be here. Okay? That you're all being asked to respectfully take leave at the moment. We have been given so many different stories from Sal and Carl and Nal and we don't know what's going on. We hope that our entitlements get approved. Up until the 14th of November, the next power of emergency gets turned over, probably for another two to four weeks, because we know this is ongoing. We know this is planned. We're not stupid. The hospitals are not full of COVID patients. The, the hospitals are full of vaccinated patients, okay? I've got friends that work in ICU at Blinders. 30 out of 38 patients currently are vaccinated. That is a fact, okay? 30 out of 38 in the ICU are vaccinated. Now, people get in car accidents and things like that and end up in the ICU. But 30 out of 38. And the story is the same in vaccinated country after vaccinated country after vaccinated country. The hospitals are filling up and the governments are throwing their hands up like we don't know why all of these people that we know are vaccinated that we're going to pretend like we don't know are vaccinated are flooding our hospitals now with all of these strange diseases. Our officials are not going to talk about any of the studies that show it attacks the immune system, that it destroys DNA repair. We're going to see some horrific shit happen to these people, to these babies. Hey, the media is, I'm sorry, respectfully to the media. Please no, start telling no. The truth and- they deserve no fucking respect because 
they have led us down this road in the first place because they are compromised. They took Pfizer money and they fucking sold you down the river. Please help us help you because you are all... These people deserve zero respect. Targeted. Every single person is targeted. So as a registered nurse, do you, are you seeing people in hospital? Are you treating people? Yes. Serious adverse effects. Serious. And we're talking 20-year-olds. We are talking 20-year-olds that have dropped dead. Nothing is getting on the media. Myocarditis is a rare, let me tell you, a rare cardiac condition. All of a sudden, every third 20-year-old's got myocarditis. You know what that leads to? Cardiac transplant. Where do we get hearts from in Australia with the lowest organ donor rate in the world? They're going to need heart transplants. Not going to have those. Everybody's hearts is damaged that's vaccinated for the most part. But what's the problem? What do you think they're going to do? The people who, up to, who this morning are still saying, no, mm. I'm not going to have the jab yeah. for whatever reason. I choose Why? To have it. Why are they you being so inconsiderate? When this Tell us. Tell us, you I, fucking I cunt. A few will. I think a few will. <clears throat> the problem is that we are so reliant on... Uh, people from ethnic backgrounds who traditionally have been hesitant about vaccination, Mm -hmm. for good reason sometimes, they're vaccinated. It begs the question, how is it that people at the vanguard of healthcare are so hesitant about protecting themselves and the people that they're looking after? I I can't really understand how we've got to this situation, except that they're almost on minimum wage. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder how much he's on the Pfizer payroll for. What your role is in the healthcare system at the moment? At the and, moment, yes. And how yes. long have you worked there for and why you here? Okay, I've had many roles. I've been, I actually trained at the Royal Adelaide, I'm 51. I've been a nurse for 32 years. I started off as an EN. I went in to do my Bachelor of Nursing. I was a single parent for 18 years. I'm a very strong person, as you can see. And then I went on, did my postgraduate in mental health nursing four years ago. I've got two degrees. I'm not an idiot. I'm not standing here because I'm an idiot. It's because we care about the South Australian community. Currently, I'm a registered mental health nurse at Flinders. I'm passionate about what I do. I look after the most vulnerable people in society. And they are even pushing this onto them. Okay, they are expecting Insanity. us to push this onto Insanity. them. Insanity. Mental health nurses. I don't think so. And you've been put on leave, is that right? We're on leave. Um, I've asked for leave without pay. We don't know what's happening. I don't even know if I can get income protection. I'm lucky I've got a husband. A lot of my friends haven't. Okay, they're on the verge of getting kicked out of their houses. How many, so you, how many people do you think, how many nurses will the system lose? These people are just so inconsiderate. I mean, why don't they want to take the death jab? Why do you think they'd rather give up their house and be homeless than take the vaccine? You think they don't know this? You think these people haven't told them? They know exactly what they're doing. because of the the mandatory vaccination? Nurses alone, close, I'd say at least two and a half thousand in South Australia alone. Okay, this is a small portion. A hundred? I don't think so. It's a lot more. I mean, we're looking at, we were looking at ramping (laughs) pre-COVID. The system is not breaking. The system is broken. It is finished. Are you hearing ambulances? 
all the time sirens, that's the vaccine injured. Okay, we, this is Adelaide, we're a small city. You don't get ambulances every hour. What's going on? People need to start asking questions. This is nothing against SA Health, all right? They, it's bigger than that. We want to keep our jobs. We're not here to get fired. We're here because we care and we have experience and you cannot replace someone who's been a nurse for 32 years like that. You can't do it. So just to clarify, so what then, what is the, what's the answer? What, how do you think the government should be treating COVID? I think there should be freedom of choice. I mean, some of us have underlying comorbidities and we know, we know this is not a safe vaccine. I'm sorry, but it usually takes 20 years to produce a safe vaccine and that's if Correct. it's safe. The quickest before this was seven years, and even that's too fast. You cannot, you cannot produce a safe vaccine in four to six months. I'm sorry. And they are taking people for granted. And to go for our children in Australia with Moderna, five to 12 year olds, when they're not allowed to do that in America, is absolutely abhorrent. Okay? No, oh, they fixed that one. We're all good here. Shoot them up. Any, 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 anyone over five, let's, let's get a needle in that arm get their dying process started. All of you have got children, or if you haven't, you've got nieces and nephews. They're after our kids. Not in America. Moderna is cancelled in America. Why Australian children? Why us? Because we've got Pfizer here, right? I mean, they're all three held by, owned by the same holding company behind them. So really, it's just the illusion of choice. So, oh, see, our government's standing up for us. They canceled this one. They canceled Moderna. They canceled this one over here. They're protecting us. We're going to take the other ones. Those are safe because obviously they would have canceled them if they weren't. It's not like we're being fooled by giving three false choices that lead to the same road. It's that picture with the the chute and the cattle are divided up and the chutes just rejoin. Mm-hmm into the slaughterhouse. That's how this works. Scandinavia. Why? Why Australia? Why New Zealand? Are we the testing ground? What's going on? I think yeah. we need to ask questions here. Y'all are the testing grounds for completely locking down society, total tyranny, control grid takeover, black mirror. Here's your assigned box. Start pedaling. Okay, we are the voice for our children. We are the voice for our people in South Australia. We are voice for patients. What about the people with cancer? What about the people with cardiac illness? What about the kids with leukemia? No one cares anymore. No one cares about anything but COVID. You mentioned um, you mentioned the system's broken already. What is this? Is this going to decimate it now? <laughs> yeah. Beyond decimation. Like, put it this way. I hear that uh, Ambos are saying 90 minutes for a person with chest pain at home. 1.5 hours to get the help you need, okay? People are dying in their homes and not getting the assistance they need. And then there's the issue of, oh, they died of COVID. Did they? Did they die of COVID or did, did they die with COVID? Mm-hmm. There's the difference. Of- I think it was Italy that just revised their death count from 10,000 or whatever down to like 600 because most of those were died with COVID. And the people were already on their way out. I read a story about it. It's not in the show prep. or It might be, but I don't think so. So that truth is starting to come out as well. And, and I'm pretty sure it was Italy. I was, I was surprised that it was coming out of that 
specific place, right? Of or with, yes. And to lock people out who are not vaccinated, excuse me, I pay a Medicare levy, I pay private health insurance. What right does any private hospital in this city have to lock me out or have an operation when I pay private health insurance? We'll just stop paying taxes. Is that what they want? Cool. Here's a listener in chat saying, uh, small New England cow town. Uh, I lived up in Keene, New Hampshire for a couple of years. The sirens in town have gone from once a week to multiple times a day. Something I try to use to wake people up. Yeah, good. Continue that, please. Other treatments apart from vaccines? Uh, absolutely, there's other treatments. Tim, there's ivermectin, there's hydroxychloroquine. Two months after this pandemic started, Pharmacies were not allowed to distribute ivermectin. GPs were put on warning from ARPRA, the AMA. You will not be prescribing ivermectin. India has no COVID. Why? Because of ivermectin. It is safe. It has won the Nobel Prize in 2015. It's been around for, what, 42 years now. The mo- Yeah, we got into that last night uh, with Dr. Bowden. Um, which, by the way, she got an email. You remember the patient that they prescribed the, the, they tried to prescribe ivermectin to the hospitals refusing, went to a judge. Judge said, nope, she can be the doctor and she can prescribe ivermectin. They said, okay, well, we just have to clear her with the hospital. They denied her. This hospital would rather let this man die. He's dying right now. She's trying to save his life with ivermectin and they would rather let him die then admit they were wrong and swallow their pride. That's who these people are. That's what's happening in these hospitals today, not just here, all over the world. This is why these kinds of monopolies on the roads, on medicine, on healthcare, on you name it, are so dangerous and if we don't learn this lesson we're not done with these genocides because they will be inevitable if we choose government again after this horrific atrocity that's about to unfold most safe medication ever produced in history we have no access Okay. So she, of course, this is on November 2nd. She, of course, approved the chemical injection designed to induce illness for children five and up. Told her, weigh this decision like your life depended on it, CDC director. The future of humanity hangs in the balance. She's cast her lot, folks. Okay, this is a study. I want to read you the abstract here. Uh, This just is fairly recent. Let me see if I can find the date. Uh, Published the 13th of October. Um, Okay, severe acute respiratory syndrome, SARS-CoV-2, has led the coronavirus disease 2019 pandemic, severely affecting public health and the global economy, adaptive immunity, plays a crucial role in in fighting against SARS-CoV-2, meaning 
like natural immunity, your body's ability to recognize different components of the virus, not just the spike protein, a single antigen response. Um, let me see. I lost my place. <laughs> Adaptive immunity plays a critical role in fighting against SARS-CoV-2 infection and directly influences the clinical outcomes of patients. Clinical studies have indicated that patients with severe COVID-19 uh, exhibit delayed and weak adaptive immune responses. Okay. Uh, however, the mechanism by which SARS-CoV-2 impedes adaptive immunity remains unclear. Well, we know the pathogenic part is the spike protein. Here, by using an in vitro cell line, we reported that the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein significantly inhibits DNA damage repair, which is required for effective VDJ recombination in adaptive immunity. Mechanistic, that may not make sense, but hang on, we'll, we'll break it down here. Mechanistically, we found that the spike protein localizes in the nucleus, the core center of the cell, and inhibits DNA damage repair by impeding key DNA repair protein uh, BRCA1 and 53BP1. And this is the thing that in that latest talk, um, we kind of skipped over, glossed over that part, but I think this was the study that he was referencing, Dr. Ryan Cole was. Uh, recruitment to the damaged site. So these two... Um, proteins that go in and repair DNA damage when your strands get broken or split into it puts them back together it's it's a very important function because we'll get into the details of why but it should make sense that if your DNA gets damaged you don't want that DNA to continue replicating or to bind with anything else you want it repaired or that cell killed and these spike proteins seem to be not just sitting on the ACE2 receptors and staying outside the cells, but penetrating the cell, going into the nu nucleus and damaging the DNA while simultaneously prohibiting DNA, you know, your body's natural process to repair that DNA from taking place. Our findings reveal a protein molecular mechanism by which the spike protein might impede adaptive immunity and underscore the potential side effects of full-length spiked-based vaccines. Meaning, it's the vaccines that prevent DNA from being repaired in your body. So there's an InfoWar story here. We're going to read most of it. Um, they kind of, I think they did a good job of breaking it down. The DNA repair mechanism known as NHEJ, non-homogalous end joining, is a kind of intercellular emergency response system that repairs double-stranded DNA breaks. Without NHEJ mechanism, all advanced multicellular life would cease to exist. No human being, animal, or plant can survive with the integrity of its genetic code being protected without uh being protected and constantly repaired through multiple mechanisms. DNA damage can be caused by exposure to uh, radiation. Hang on, I'm going to blow this up a little bigger so we can, you guys can see it here. Uh, can be caused by exposure to radiation, chemicals found in foods and personal care products, or even exposure to mammography equipment. 
Uh, excessive sunlight exposure can also cause DNA breaks and minor DNA mutations can occur spontaneously in all living organisms. Airline pilots, for example, are routinely exposed to ionizing radiation due to flying at altitude. In a normal, healthy person, the NHEJ mechanism repairs the DNA and prevents a pathogenic mutation from occurring. But in the presence of the vaccine spike protein, NHEJ effectiveness is suppressed by as much as 90%, meaning it is unable to do its job due to the suppressed ability to recruit proteins for repair. As a result, the following errors are introduced into the chromosomes inside the nuclei of human cells, genetic mutations, okay? Are you paying attention? These spike proteins go into your cells and create genetic mutations. What do you, how do you think this story ends? all due to the presence of spike protein from mRNA vaccines. Mutations or errors in the genetic sequence, uh, deletions of entire segments of genetic code, insertions of incorrect segments, mixing and matching permutations of genetic code. So like taking your, your genes and some of your cells and throwing them in a blender essentially. These errors when expressed through cell division and replication result in one, an explosion of cancer and cancerous tumors throughout the body. That's exactly what Dr. Cole has seen. Certain types of cancers up 20-fold. Don't even know what the new numbers are. Probably a lot worse would be my guess as this thing takes hold. Loss of productivity of immune system B and T cells, uh, induced immunodeficiency, like reverse HIV. Autoimmune disorders, Accelerated aging and reduced telomere length. Those are the bits on the end of your cell that like Dr. Uh, Rhonda Patrick focuses on because keeping those means your cell can continue to divide and you'll live longer. It's, it's one of the things, right? Loss of functioning of complex organ systems such as circulatory, neurological, endocrine, and musculoskeletal, etc. Yeah. What is it? It's uh, endometrial cancers are up 20-fold, I think. We're seeing all these things, all of them. Cellular damage resembling radiation poisoning as cells destroy themselves from within. Many of these side effects are, of course, fatal. Others will burden vaccine victims with horrendous debilitating injuries and organ malfunctions that will require a lifetime of medical intervention. The spike protein going into the nucleus of the cell means that um, the spike protein, which is generated in cell ribomes after the cells have been hijacked by mRNA vaccines, don't always leave the cell and enter the bloodstream as they were told by the mRNA vaccine proponents. Remember, they lied about that. We had their own bioassay study that showed it's in pretty much every major, major organ and system in the body. The mRNA does. And then the spike proteins get produced and pumped out by those organs where they go by apparently not only cause clotting in your bloodstream and your vascular system binding to ACE2 receptors, but they're apparently going around finding your cells and going into the nuclei and destroying the DNA, cutting up the DNA, and then preventing it from repairing itself, causing mutations and cancers and all kinds of weird shit to start happening. What are we seeing? 
we don't know what's wrong. I mean, you know, these people are sick and they're coming in and we don't, we can't find a common cause. There, once in the, once the spike protein enters the cell nucleus, it interferes with DNA repair mechanism as described through the article. Surprisingly, this is from the study. Surprisingly, we found an abundance of the spike protein in the nucleus. This means that without question, mRNA vaccines result in chromosomal alterations in the body's cells. It is confirmation that such, such vaccines are indeed wreaking havoc with genetic integrity and are exhibiting side effects that have not been anticipated or described by mRNA proponents. This is going to be fucking horrific for these people. More alarmingly, Dr. Levy explains that current evidence shows the spike protein continues to be uh, to be produced in the body following the initial mRNA injection. He explains, while the underlying pathology remains to be completely defined, one explanation for the problems with the thrombic uh, thrombotic tendencies and other symptomology as seen with chronic COVID and past vaccination patients relates directly to the persistent presence of the spike protein part of the coronavirus. Some reports assert that spike proteins can continue to be produced after the initial binding to the ACE2 receptors and entry into some of the cells that it initially targets. The clinical pictures of the chronic COVID and post-vaccine toxicology or toxicity appear uh, very similar and both are likely due to this continued president presence and body-wide dissemination of the spike protein. And here they are. And here's the chart showing you, this is uh, efficiency at repairing DNA. And you can see against the spike protein, it's 10%. And there it is highlighted. So, what uh, do these people have to look forward to? Well, 5G exposure, and I, I would say it's not just 5G. Let's, let's get away from this whole, I know there's some stuff to it, but radiation is radiation, okay? Whether it's at a higher frequency. Yes, there's resonance and all these things, but it's going to do the same thing if it's 4G or Wi-Fi or 2.5G. Chemical exposure uh, so 5G exposure, chemical exposure, food chemical exposure, mammography, and even sunlight exposure will wreak havoc in those who have taken mRNA vaccines. This horrifying upshot of this finding is that people who have taken mRNA vaccines will experience suppressed DNA repair, escalating exposures that were once thought to be minor issues to significant threats to their health. Because... Their immune system shut down. Their ability, the body's ability to repair its cells is shut down. And then nature takes its course. This is a bioweapon. This is a war. These people are casualties. In other words, people exposed to 5G radiation, mammograms, mammography exams, plasticizer chemicals in food products, and carcinogens in personal care products, laundry detergents, perfumes, shampoos, skin lotions, etc., will be unable to repair the DNA damage caused by those exposures. 
Following relatively small exposures, they will begin to mutate and develop cancers throughout their bodies. This could even be described as a kind of binary weapon system where the mRNA vaccines weaken DNA repair and all of these exposures provide the weapon that breaks the DNA strands, does the damage. It's like they, the, the vaccine is the injection, chemical injection designed to induce illness via synthetic pathogen, weakens the target, and then nature takes its course. You know, something else comes in for the kill shot and the whole thing just collapses because it's all, all the defenses have been turned off. And leads to the body being unable to maintain genetic integrity during cell replication. This research also finds that spike proteins from mRNA vaccines can lead to immunodeficiency conditions similar to AIDS. We've talked about that. This is consistent with what we have previously reported about immune function dropping roughly 5% per week in those who have taken the COVID vaccines. And we've shown you those numbers out of uh, the UK. Loss function of key DNA repair proteins such as ATM, DNA, um, KPCS, 53, BP1, uh, and, and others leads to defects in the NHEJ repair, which inhibit, that's your DNA repair in cell, at a cellular level, inhibit the production of functional B and T cells. There, there's your killer T cells and your, I don't know what the B ones are, leading to immunodeficiency. Oh, okay. So that's what, so you have your lymphocytes and your glandiocytes. And I think it's the glandiocytes that build the, um, build your antibodies. And so it seems like this might be the mechanism which is preventing the production of those. So it's not like, it's not that the vaccine's attacking that, it's it's attacking your DNA at such a fundamental level that it's disrupting production of your immune system cells, if I if that makes sense. Hopefully I said that right. I and at least, and I think that's what they're that's what this study is showing us right here. Oh boy. In effect, this means the spike protein suppression of the NH EJ DNA repair mechanism also leads to reduced lifespan and accelerated aging. By some estimates, 50% of the people injected with mRNA vaccines will be dead within five years. So, yeah, I read this, all of it, and I was just horrified. It's, it's pretty horrific, if this is correct. And it looks to be exactly what's unfolding. Here's COVID or uh, Pfizer versus the placebo with their vaccine. They had 22,085 in the one trial and 80 in the other. And about 50 withdrew. Um, And then the first dose, they had 22,030 in each group. 46 caught COVID in the vaccinated group and 110 caught COVID in the unvaccinated group. And then 21,700, roughly six, 700 got the second dose in, in the Pfizer and the placebo group. And then 85 caught COVID 
and in the in the uh, vaccinated group and 924 in the unvaccinated uh, caught COVID. So way more there, right? And then they did an open label where they told everybody, okay, and uh, after dose, oh, sorry, after the first dose, 271 withdrew from the uh, Pfizer group and they had two deaths, two of those were deaths. And you had two deaths, 380 withdrew from the placebo. So more withdrew from the placebo and two deaths there. After the second dose, you had 14 deaths in the Pfizer group and 13 deaths in the control group. And after the open label, no mentioned extra deaths for placebo only in the open label, but you had a few people who then got the vaccine and two of them died. And of course, three more died in the Pfizer group. So what we ended up with from their trial, the people who got the chemical injection designed to induce illness, 21 deaths in the placebo control group, 15 deaths. One was caused by COVID uh, in the vaccinated group. Two were caused by COVID in the unvaccinated group. So see, there you go. Double the effect. I mean, this thing's so great. Had one that caught HIV in each group and four heart attacks in the Pfizer group and one heart attack in the control group. And what's happening now? Okay. I'm gonna grab a drink here. Just a second. How y'all like this one? Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you for coming. coming. Thank, thank you. you. I love that little sound clip. It was actually some guy went up to the governor that on election night trying to ask him a question and his aides came out and that was them. I, I edited it a little bit, but they were just constantly, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. You can see the video. It's hilarious. All right. The healthcare system is breaking down as the vaccine injured begin flooding in and officialdom continue pretending they don't know what's going on. So this was the, uh, this was Robert Malone tweeted out. Can anyone, this video that I played for you earlier, they're like, we don't know what's going on. Can anyone from Australia please clarify what's going on with the hospitals? And here's, uh, somebody from the XRP community. Uh, I can absolutely confirm this. I work in a hospital in Queensland where, uh, they're next to zero COVID and it's very, very apparent that they are struggling for staff, paramedics, nurses, wardsmen. They hire lots of new graduates and the standards have dropped. They've lost thousands of good workers because of this mandate. And again, nurses, paramedics, wardsmen, etc. And I really, really can't see how they cope with an influx of COVID and the people with adverse reactions from the jab. Very noticeable. And we just went through what this woman said. The vax are getting sick in mass. 30 out of 38 in the ICU are vaccinated. About two and a half thousand nurses refusing, not these low paid minimum wage workers like this asshole wants you to believe, wants to propagandize you with. The vaccine's not safe, especially for younger ages, such a high risk of heart attack, of, of you know, cardio issues. And this staff is being manipulated to push the injections on some of these people that are most vulnerable. It is insanity. 
You know, the only justification they have left is to lie. The vaccinated, listen to this. So, uh, vaccinated for doing the right thing by allowing them to travel interstate because they can still transmit because they can still transmit that's why the vaccinated or the unvaccinated are not going to be allowed to travel because they can transmit people who are double dose vaccinated for doing the right thing by allowing them to travel interstate because they can still transmit because they can still transmit oh no no I heard so that uh, that's the reason so uh, the biggest reward for getting vaccinated is it'll save your life and your, your family's life. So it's pretty good uh, incentive, if you ask me. Okay. I thought uh, I misheard that the first time I listened to it. I thought she said the, she was talking about the unvaccinated, but apparently the travel restrictions are still in place for the vaccinated because they can transmit. So that's good. I, this tweet's wrong. Um, but again, they know that this isn't saving lives. They know that these hospitals are filling up with the vaccinated and they're still pushing it. This is intentional, folks. There's an agenda at play here. When they come out and tell you in the commercial where they're propagandizing your kids, telling them they'll be superheroes if they take the death jab. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And right here, they tell you he's not someone's agenda. He's definitely someone's agenda, okay? Let me see what else. Yeah, okay. So right here. And look at it here. Corona death. Four unvaccinated people lost their lives in lower Australia today. What a headline. That sounds terrible. Those unvaccinated what are we going to do with them? Tell you read down here. Nine people died of the virus. Three of them were women. Six were men. There's some statistics for you, right? Four people were not vaccinated. Five patients were fully immunized. So nine people died. Five vaccinated, four unvaccinated. <laughs> they fucking know. Okay, so I've suggested previously that some of the vaccines, and I didn't have time to uh, highlight this and, and prep it, and we're going to get bombed with, pepper bombed with, <laughs> please donate. And, okay. And then another one. Um, so what this guy did, again, here, is go through and do a, do some queries and I've seen a bunch of different people go about this different ways and look at adverse events and deaths compared by lot number. And you can see there's a handful of lot numbers that are causing the vast majority of the adverse events. And down here with most of the rest of them, they're not. So it appears that yes, Absolutely, some of these lots are kill shots, while some of them are placebo. Oh, and guess what? When you look across the different, here's the Moderna data, same thing, same distribution. 
This is not random. This is calculated mass murder unfolding all around us. So, I don't want to read through all that, but I think you get the idea. All right, you can go check out that article. Okay, remember last month, the Australian nurse telling us 20 people per hour presenting at the Melbourne ER for heart problems? Well, this, Alfred, I think that's in Victoria, is a month later. You've got a lady saying, I think I mentioned this in a previous show, I finally decided to go to the hospital, and while I sat there, after I'd been triaged, 10 people came in in the space of around 20 minutes. Now, if that were constant, it's probably not, but you'd be at 40 people an hour versus 20 people an hour that we, that the other nurse was talking to Dee Dee on the radio were presenting with heart problems. Every single one of them had the exact same symptoms as me and all had doses of Pfizer. I could hear each conversation crystal clear. So I'm relying on what I have heard. One guy had been in two weeks after uh, two weeks ago after his first jab and had been referred to a cardiologist and was back again with the same pains in his chest. He was 20. Mixing vaccines from different companies. So here's another thing. This was an interesting thought here. She says, if you start to get ill or die from two jabs, three jabs, booster jabs, all from a hodgepodge of companies, it's like you got a shot with four or five folks, sets of fingerprints on the gun. See what they did there. And yeah, you know, people are like, oh, but they already have liability. Well, maybe not. But if it gets stripped away by mixing, they can say, oh, no, that wasn't us. That was caused by this one judge. So we're innocent here. That's exactly what this is. They are trying to cover their ass for any eventuality that they have brainstormed. They know what they're doing. They know what this is going to do to people, and they are hoping they can get away with it. (sighs) Okay, and I think we went through this flight medic's testimony. I'm not sure we heard from this guy. He is a vaccine developer, and I want you to hear what he's got to say. He's finally speaking out just like Dr. Bowden last night, you know, she was saying two months ago, I I wouldn't have done this, but now it's getting pretty serious. She's very concerned about, you know, what they're doing with the kids as are most of the frontline doctors. And now one of the premier vaccine developers has this to say. Because I'm passionate about vaccines, you know, obviously it's hard when I have to say that as a vaccine developer, I am not fully confident about what's happened over the last 18 months. And I'm not the only vaccine developer in the world who is extremely uncomfortable right now. Um, And and as I say, that's really hard to say because it could be misconstrued, but it's a fact. Um, And and we have a situation where we have some very new technologies um, in their infancy, and, and that is the mRNA vaccines Now, he is being, I think he's being fired because he's not getting one of the approved jabs, but actually he's already, he's developing a vaccine that's a little more traditional. He's injected himself with that one and he does not want to mix and gamble with Pfizer. He know he's seen it, right? So he does not want to mix those two up. 
and they are kicking him out over that probably though because of this right that's just their their excuse to get rid of him now that he's um willing to speak openly and honestly about what's happening we can't have that it's too damaging to the state's narrative and the adenoviral vector vaccines which are the only ones that they, you're being forced to have, or, or certainly some of us are being forced to have, uh, to remain in employment. Uh, and the question around, well, what level of confidence do we have that they have been through the usual process, which is usually 10 to 15 years of rigorous testing in you know, just thousands of people. Now, those thousands of people accept the risk because they're in a clinical trial. They're given a very extensive warning, this could kill you, this could maim you, and they still sign up and agree to that process. And then they followed for 5, 10, 15 years. And if they survive and there are no terrible occurrences, uh, then regulators will, you know, look at all of that data and approve the product. You know, like babies being born with heart problems or without limbs or rare cancers exploding in the in the test subjects the billions of test subjects around the world for a new type of virus where challenge studies resulted in ADE and death of all the recipients nearly all the recipients. But this time's different because they skipped those studies and just went straight to human trials. You. You're their lab rat. But I think they already know what this thing was going to do. J&J vaccine recipients 3.5 times more likely to to develop potentially fatal blood clot in the brain. Saw a nice video of a mom pulling a giant blood clot out of her nose. Similar to what I blew out, right? That I showed you the picture of. Mine was brown. Hers was blood. It had blood on it and was coated. It was it was coagulated blood, clotted blood. She's lucky she didn't have a heart attack. She had two kids in the back. She's walking dead. She's walking dead. What's going to happen to her kids? Here's Cliff, uh, another passenger, 51, and double vax dies mid-flight. This also, this is also a coincidence. Definitely not the die-off accelerating. <laughs> this is a story here of fully vaccinated air passenger dies mid-flight. He was infected with COVID though, so it was COVID that got him. And it's extremely rare because you know. The new COVID-19 surge in Germany is purely coincidence given the mask requirements, passports, and 83% vaccination rate. The vaccines work. Get vaccinated. You can see here, we're just, here's the, in red is the vaccination rates up 83% and cases are just taken off. 
Another COVID-19 coincidence, clearly unrelated to the vaccine, Iceland has one of the highest vaccination rates in the world. Experts are saying at 80% vaccinated, SARS-CoV-2 could not spread, right? That's herd immunity. We're good there. That's what we need to get to. It was 60%, I think maybe even started at 40, then 60, then 80, and then now some places it's going to have to be 90, and then eventually 100%. Because you guys are too stupid to realize they're riding on our backs, dangling a carrot in front of us. October 20th put Iceland, um, Iceland put further restrictions in place. November 1st, they had a uh, record. They record, they record their highest case numbers ever. <laughs> it's working. It's because it's working. Yeah. Yeah. Someone asked on the live stream if, uh, Blake Barkledge, the 13 year old who died after the sporting, that's at the very top of this thread. I did go look into that, and this is the best that I found. In a letter to parents, the school announced that a senior died after a sudden cardiac incident Saturday night. No other information about his health, including his COVID-19 vaccination status, was made public. Oh, okay. His exact age wasn't immediately reported. Officials say Barclays died of a sudden cardiac arrest and no drugs were involved. What do you think killed him, folks? What do you think? He's fucking 13. This wasn't a thing until the vaccine rolled out. But don't worry. They've been putting out the signs on buses and TV commercials when they're not telling your kids to be superheroes and get the vaccine. They're telling them it's normal for them to have heart attacks. Another very rare and unusual coincidence, 29-year-old professional footballer suffers myocarditis after his COVID-19 vaccine, possible possible career-ending injury. All of these athletes who have had the jab here in this thread, coincidences, right? Oilers goalie uh, likely to miss entire season with heart condition. Brazilian soccer player Alex Apple. Aplanario dies after collapsing uh, on a pitch. Indonesian doubles tennis star Kidro dies of a heart attack at 36. Here's the NBA ref I showed you. There's a cricket player, 24, dies after heart attack in practice. Ex-Parma footballer Gisip Perino dies at 29 at Brothers uh, Memorial match for his late brother. Raymond Van Barneville collapses and paramedic called in PDC player. Volleyball player collapses during game and dies. Here's another soccer player. Cardio is getting the heart pumping, circulating all those spike proteins, causing massive inflation all over the body. These guys are our canaries in the coal mine. Teen who died after collapsing at Princeton High School identified Jets' Vinny Curry out for the season with a rare blood disorder. This lady's husband died. 28 years old. He would love it. Dondrian Robinson's family reacts 
uh, to tribute. At the first game of the season, he died, dropped dead, heart attack. Indian TV star and film star Sid, Sid Hath, whatever, 40 dies. He's some popular Indian TV star. Here's a Harry Potter star, collapsed during a celebrity golf match, being carried off the field. University of Ottawa GG's football player dies after the game. Former 49ers and Saints linebacker Perry Harrelson dies at 37. Uh, I don't that, that looks uh, Netherlands. One of the Netherlands, um, I don't know if he's some kind of skater or what, but he's dead, it looks like. Uh, student athlete TikTok went viral after he developed myocarditis. Story of Jake Ellinger, Sam Ellinger's brother's cause of death. Another vaccine injury. Jeremy Chardry, I reg- regret getting vaccinated. I have a series of problems now. Glasgow hockey player who died for nearly 10 minutes after he collapsed. Footballer Wesson Abu Ali, 22, awake but shocked. After collapsing on the field, mm-hmm. two Wendy's players collapsed during field day uh, on the field. Two, mm-hmm. the second in a in a match, two in one game. Remember, we've seen that before. Teen Indra star hospitalized after Pfizer footballer collapses, cardiac arrest. We've talked about that one. We've talked about this guy. Footballer surround teammate on the field after he collapses. There's an Instagram star that's now, you know, went from having a fabulous life to hospital bed. Another uh, Indian TV star had a heart attack, admitted to hospital in Bangladesh, it looks like. Another footballer collapsed man outside Spurs Stadium on Saturday. Mom, 28, dies in hospital from COVID complications despite being double vaccinated. There's Lisa Shaw, the BBC reporter. We covered her story. We've talked about that story. Medical student, 21, dies the day after getting the J&J vaccine. Delia Bell Hamlin was hospitalized after an accidental overdose. She believes the COVID-19 vaccine triggered a number of underlying health conditions, but she is not an anti-vaxxer. Nets Nick Claxton expected to miss at least a week with illness. Yeah, he's probably not coming back. If he's in your fantasy basketball, you're screwed. Dental student, of course, who knows? Dental student, 21, collapses at work, dies from sudden bleed on the, I'm going to guess, brain. Cricket player, dead. School morning after two pupils die suddenly in one week. Scott schoolgirl 12 dies suddenly from brain hemorrhage. Christian Erickson advised to retire from football after a heart attack. Slovak player Boris Sadinsky passes away. New Zealand woman dies after receiving the COVID vaccine. Man 20 dies less than 12 hours after Pfizer. Data 448 dies of COVID after getting the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Boy 13 dies in his sleep after getting the Pfizer vaccine. Miami doctor dies within weeks of receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. X-ray technician 60, who was excited to get the COVID vaccine, died. 
uh, from a severe reaction to the jab, his widow claimed. There's Ernesto talking about his son. Two women's cricket players collapsed on the field three days after taking the vaccine. KZN man dies outside of vaccination center after collapsing. There's the air passenger that died mid-flight. Mom, 28, that dies suddenly while running a bath after dropping the son off at school and returned home to do some housework. Miss World contestant found dead. Bride-to-be who complained of sore throat dies suddenly. Below Deck Star, Mark Howard dies at 65. Walsall, Walsall Dad dies suddenly on his birthday, three days before his dream wedding. Original one had been postponed. Heartbreak as loved pub landlord with infamous laugh dies suddenly. Young rugby player who gave his heart to the game dies suddenly. England World Cup hat trick hero Sir Geoff Hurst has pacemaker fitted. College football player allegedly dies of cardiac arrest during practice. Virginia Union University's 18-year-old defensive end. Fabric. It just goes on and on. We're in the die-off. And it gets worse from here. And from the article that we just read, it's going to get a lot worse. So here's that study. Let me see. Yeah, so that's the one we just read. Okay. That the InfoWars story was about. So I told y'all previously not to mess with Russian women. You see him pushing past here. Well, this guy didn't listen. And, oh, I guess there's no sound. Anyway, police are trying to take her out. She gives him a right hook, takes him to the ground, goes in for the kill, kicks him in the head. Oh, my God. Do not mess with Russian women. They are feisty. Apparently, they they like sex a lot, too. I've heard. All right. I think we covered the mask. We hit. On this lady, they're coming around. Forced vaccination time. Love this story. This little girl has been, come on. Uh, Florida girl seven suspended for the 36th time for not wearing a mask to school. (laughs) This is in Palm Beach, so probably some rich kid, but glad to see it. Uh, Okay. This is in Europe. It's Guy Fox Day where he tried to blow up Parliament and do us all a huge favor. Uh, it didn't work, but they're out there now burning effigies of Boris. People are figuring it out. They're figuring it out. And eventually, we're going to see these for real. 
not with eff effigies. These people are going to face horrific street justice. They better hope. They better hope for a tribunal. For the firing squad. Or for the gallows. Because what? These people whose children you've murdered. Whose moms and dads and parents and brothers and sisters you've murdered. Many of them you've given a death sentence to. They're not just going to sit back and take this when they figure it out. These cops are absolutely getting their ass kicked, pushed back. Of course, it'd be great to see, instead of them pushing, grabbing the back of that helmet and pulling, then what happens? That's in front of Parliament. It's getting ugly. And this is just the beginning, folks. Just the beginning fight they're coming for our children this guy <laughs> so I've, I've seen some good ones where people are out sitting on a bus stop like when I went down to Austin to catch that uh, Vax uh, rally saw guys sitting at the bus stop with a mask by themselves I'm like okay maybe you know maybe uh I don't know, uh, somebody's going to come and sit next to you despite nobody even around you on the street and uh, you're just, you're ready for that event. But this guy, this guy. Dude, dude, why the hell would you do that, man? I mean, what the fuck were you thinking? Fuck. He's wearing a mask on the side of, on the overpass for interstate 20 <laughs> nobody around him I don't I don't what yeah I don't know I don't know okay this whistleblower this was a story that I translated as French I believe uh, Pfizer trial data was fabricated adverse reactions covered up this is somebody who worked on the Pfizer vaccine, the trial, and I told you, they remember they told that lady that had the peeling foot that she was in the control group and that that was her imagination and now we have people with skin peeling on their feet and elsewhere. Well, a laboratory accused of improperly conducting tests on the Pfizer vaccine. The Venvita group commissioned by Pfizer to assess the effectiveness of its vaccine falsified delayed data and delayed monitoring side effects, according to the article in the British Medicine Journal, one of the premier medical journals out there. <clears throat> a subcontractor of the pharmaceutical group Pfizer, responsible for carrying out a small part of the clinical trials of its anti-COVID-19 vaccine, made numerous mistakes during these tests, uh, which quotes a former employee, the Texas Texan group Venvita 
uh, Ventita, whatever that word is, I don't know, Ventavia, Ventavia, there we go, specializing in conducting clinical trials and commissioned last year by Pfizer to assess the effectiveness of its anti-COVID vaccine, notably, quote, falsified data and, quote, delayed monitoring side effects, according to this article published November 3rd. Then, uh, then, Venvita, Venvia played only a small role in the trials of this vaccine developed by Pfizer with the German BioNTech. Uh, the Texan group had conducted tests on that a thousand people while the vaccine has in total been, uh, evaluated on about 44,000 people around the world. These trials demonstrating particularly high efficacy have led to the authorization of the vaccine in many countries. So that's, you know, this is the source for the, you know, the reason they can do this under the EUA. Uh, so Brooks Jackson is an employee who worked there for two weeks during the trial, uh, the vaccine trials before being fired. Brooks Jackson says he has witnessed many breaches among the latter. She accuses Ventavia in particular of having thought its inconsistency, having through its inconsistencies and in labeling compromised the double blind allocation of the vaccine. We've got evidence of that too, don't we? From the lady who was told she was in the control group. Do you think they did it on purpose? Here's a hint. Yes. The procedure is essential for evaluating the effectiveness of a treatment compared to a placebo. She makes sure that neither patients nor caregivers know whether it is one or the other. Brooke Jackson cites other shortcomings, such as the fact that the vaccines were not stored at the right temperature and says she informed the U.S. health authorities, the FDA, which she took note of in her report, but did not follow up. Uh, contacted by the AFP, the FBA refrained from, its, from commenting uh, on the dossier, but assured of its full confidence in the data which led to the support which led to support the authorization of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you, David. Thank, thank you for coming. According for to coming. another source, thank yeah, thanks, guys. According to another source cited by the BMJ, this anonymous Pfizer dispatched an audit of Vin, Vin, Ventavia once informed of problems in the conduct of the test. Neither Pfizer nor Ventavia immediately responded to the AFP's request. Imagine that. Imagine that. That's... I know, hard to believe. I love this from Michael Malice. He's saying there is no law so obscene that the police would not be willing to enforce it up to and including the mass execution of innocent children. Mother takes her child to a retreat to live a life free of mandatory vaccinations of any kind. Police ignore her, please, and strip the baby from their mother in broad daylight. I want you to watch this. This is how far the police will go. Okay. So your actions right now is being recorded on my camera, both audio and visual. I'm holding my child. Your actions are also being recorded on camera. Absolutely. This is my child. Give us the baby. This is my child.
this child who will drink my milk. You know what? This is my baby. We can talk about the opportunity no. to provide you. No. <laughs> I will not we can talk about that later. Child. After we've taken your baby. Yeah, you guys should just come back another day. This is my baby. Come on, Grace, let him go. Let him go, Grace. I'll get you to stand back. This is my baby. This is my baby. Let go. Come on. No! Don't take my baby. You're a mother's baby. You're a woman in the womb. Grace, we've got consent. How would you feel? We're just following orders. Just doing our job, right? We got it. We got it. Don't take my baby. High fives all around. following orders it's just procedure I'm just doing my job Sorry. <clears throat> the Texas Attorney General, Biden just announced his plan to wield OSHA to mandate vaccines on private businesses, and I'm announcing my plan to sue him once this illegal, unconstitutional regulation hits the federal register. Here comes another winning Texas versus Biden lawsuit. Well, and congratulations, you've already lost. He's going to do it without putting anything in the federal register. You watch. We're still waiting on that vaccine mandate. Memo. All right. Watch this. I know. I know. Watch this. It's the full flight. I can't move him. I, I, don't, I don't want to sit there. Do you want me? Okay, so some people are like, oh, this is scripted, doesn't matter, makes a great point. She's trying to claim, you know, I'm the, I'm the vulnerable here, I'm trying to protect the children, do it for the children. This guy has to get vaccinated, and I won't sit next to him. 
You're breaking. You're violating the law right now. You're completely breaking the law. You have to find me another seat. It's not the law to be vaccinated to come on this flight. You can't make me breathe his oxygen because he's not vaccinated. You're not listening to me. Actually, you're the one at risk. You're the one endangering the other people on the plane because you're likely carrying a higher viral load, having COVID and shedding spike proteins. You're the threat on the flight. You Of course, the air is recycled on planes. That's why I think we're seeing, we're going to see a lot of the flight attendants be the next set of canaries in the coal mine. Because they're around this in a sealed container for hours a day, breathing in those recycled spike proteins that are going to go right through the filters. Okay, so here's the pilot supposedly that comes out. How many times do I have to say this? I know how uh, how challenging air travel is today, but there will be no discrimination on my. It's not discrimination. Vaccinated or unvaccinated, we should respect each other. <laughs> yes. And as it seems, you have trouble doing that. Please Me? exit the aircraft. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who knows? But that's really it. We're in the situation we're in. Nothing's going to unvax the vaccinated. And nothing's going to convince most of us to go and take the death jab. Because we're not about to join you in your bad decision. That doesn't mean we have to ostracize them either. I think these people deserve to know the truth about what's been done to them and the odds that they face. Okay. This is a quick video. I shot this like a week ago or something, uh, but I just want to play it on the stream as well here. As I've talked about this, there's some better ways you can do it, reinforce your door. Uh, most doors, like if you don't know this, the way they do it, they you get your door and then it's got some framing, which is like a one by, which is three quarter inch inches of wood thick. <clears throat> and then the carpenters come in and put shims in and they nail through those shims and sometimes we'll screw through them. Uh, but typically it's a bunch of framing nails holding up, up uh, doors or finish nails holding up doors. Um, and so there's a very, there, there's some complex ways you can, fortify your your doors uh, by using like a metal plate and having a hole for your doorknob and your deadbolt uh, and then screwing that to the stud so that it really locks in and and does a good job but uh, there's also a very simple way and this is this is it okay I'm going to show you how simple it is to secure your door with this and just a drill so this is I've done one right here, you can see, but I'm going to take this one and I'm going to back it out. And you can see that that screw 
is only going into like a half inch bit of wood here. This is a two and a half inch screw. You can even get long. So I've used on the other side of the door where the deadbolt is, I think I use four inch, maybe even four and a half. You typically want to pre-drill if you're going to do a bunch of those close together because you can split the two by four if you're using screws that long. Um, but, a, you know, like a, a three inch, three and a half inch, in two and a half to three and a half inch, I think you're good. You also got to be careful. You can change the alignment of the door. In my case, this door was catching a little bit, and that's one of the reasons I did the hinge side. But it is smart to do both sides of the door because with a battering ram or something like that, if you're hitting the one side and not getting it, a lot of times you can switch over to the hinge side and it's the same thing. You've got these little three quarter inch screws holding your door together and your door's on there with basically caulking and some finished nails and maybe a couple screws. And you can bust out the hinge side of the door very easily if you've only, if you haven't done this right here. Longer if you want and you replace that. And what this is gonna do is screw into the studs behind the door. So now it's actually biting into the framing of the house, securing the door. And I've got one there, and I've got a couple there. And then the same thing right here. And I think those are the ones that I have that are, I think I put four inch in those. These are really important. So if somebody kicks in the door, you can see it's really only that little three-quarter piece. So all it has to do is split the wood kind of where my uh, above and below is what happens. And the screws just get pulled off and it breaks. And then the trim piece on the door will, will separate. And, I mean, you can literally turn around, put your foot up, and kick and kick open 90% of doors because they're all installed this way. Nobody typically does this. This is a very simple way to secure your door against break-in. It's not going to stop it, but it will slow people down, give you time to gather weapons and ammo and respond. Okay. Or and with the shit that's about to hit the fan and what's coming and food riots and shortages and everything else, it could get very ugly. So having something like this could save your life. Please go do it if you have a door like this. It used to be just this board right here that they have to break. Now that those are going into, and you can kind of see it back in there, going into the two by fours that are the. So the other thing you can do is put a little another piece of wood in there with a piece of metal so that when you throw the deadbolt, it's going through the metal, which is that metal mesh plate that you use will be screwed into the studs with multiple screws so it's even more secure. Gives you like a second catch kind of thing. Okay. So, and several of you have done that, so good, good job. All right. Bill Gates has a message for you. And are we doing things now, or rather are we not doing things now that we really need to be doing in preparation for the next pandemic? Yeah, so it was 2015 that I gave the uh, TED Talk and wrote a number of papers uh, titled, We're Not Ready uh, for the Next Pandemic. And sadly, that was uh, a better forecast of what would happen than uh, anyone would have wished for. You know, the economic damage, the, mm -hmm. you know, the deaths, it's been completely horrible. I mean, one would argue 
you might have been behind it because you just nailed it so well. Huh, Bill? Terrific. And I would expect that will lead the R&D budgets to be focused on things we didn't have today. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmission. Oh, we yeah. New, yeah, they help way you. Of doing the vaccines. We didn't get much in the way of therapeutics. Uh, you know, dexamethasone and now uh, molnupiravir uh, could help. But They help you. With Bill Gates' state of objective of depopulating the earth. It's a pain in the neck, right? It is. Killing all these people. But uh, we're, we're helping them. But way less than, than should have been the case. We didn't get the diagnostics up and running in order to... Bill, finish that sentence. Didn't get the do- diagnostics up in order to, what? Fake the numbers? to a T like you wanted to, but don't worry. I know you're working on that. You've bought the diagnostics company and discontinued the PCR test so that we can switch to your new one. So you can rig up whatever, gen up whatever kind of testing results you want. You know, achieve what at least Australia and New Zealand showed. Oh, I, I was close. That uh, competent management could keep the death rate down Mm, uh, mm-hmm. pretty dramatically how's that fucking going now bill oh that's right all the other deaths caused by the vaccine are not actually counted because they test negative for covid so they're not counted as covid deaths and they're just you know all these coincidences that's what it all is coincidence And so I'm hoping in five years I can write a book called, you know, we are ready for the next pandemic, but it'll take. Mm, I don't think you're going to be able to, to come out of your bunker by then, Bill. I think you're going to die down there. Enjoy it. I hope you built a really nice one. I know you've spent millions of dollars on them. Hope you enjoy living underground. Making vaccines cheap, having big fat, and yet, the advances in medical science should give us tools that you know we we could do dramatically better. So you'd think this would be a priority. It it the next year will be where those allocations have to get made, including this global um, pandemic task force. The nice thing is a lot of the R and D we need to do to be ready for the next pandemic are things like making vaccines cheap, having big factories. Mm. Uh, eradicating the flu, getting rid of the common cold. Oh, I guess they're going to have mRNA vaccines for those too, because this one's been so successful. Making vaccines just a little patch. Oh, easier delivery system. You could just slap it on somebody. No big deal. Get rid of the people afraid of needles. On your arm. Things that will be incredibly beneficial, even in the years when we don't have pandemics. So, Hmm. uh, you know, along with the climate. Oh, he's excited by that. You see him rocking in his chair there? He likes the idea of giving you guys the kill shots. So even in the years when we don't have pandemics. So yes, uh, yes, you know, like along that. with that the climate me message and the, uh-huh, uh, the kill shot. fight against Die, the disease of the poor. you fucking worthless eaters. Or the pandemic preparedness is something I'll be talking about a lot. And I, I think it'll find fertile ground because, you know, we lost trillions of dollars and millions of lives. Wait, we lost trillions of dollars? I thought those were spent. In fact, they were spent. And where did they go? 
they went to the 1% and the 0.1% like you, Bill. They weren't lost. We know right where they are. They went to your pocket. Because you have learned how to use government for what it's good at. To extract the wealth of the masses and funnel it to you and your cronies. And, you know, government citizens expect their governments not to let that happen again. And yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're not going to let it happen again, Bill. Don't worry about that. But it ain't going to end the way you, you hope. Uh, I think I got off on, yeah, this thread. I want to back up <clears throat> and keep going with this one a little bit. Uh, a lot of these athletes who have taken the jab and are now suffering heart attacks, fatigue, and more in this thread are definitely coincidence. Yep, that clearly was. The fact that all of these people, Trudeau, Jacinda there, good old Sleepy Joe, Boris, Emmanuel, Mancoon, Scott Morrison, Merkel, Bennett from Israel, who's this guy, uh, Ireland, Leo Vradker, they're all part of the World Economic Forum. That's also definitely coincidence. You know, they're the great people that want you to own nothing and be happy mm -hmm. and plugged into their grid where they can just unplug you anytime they like. Governments say these shots are safe and effective for all children 6 to 12 now. What are we waiting for? Get vaccinated now. The fact that these two pupils died in one week, that's coincidence. I know what you're thinking in this article here. There are a lot of coincidences happening in a relatively short time, but rest assured, these are all easily explainable by Big Pharma's censors, a.k.a. the fact checkers, as pure coincidence. There's an article here of 75 athletes who have died in the last five months because those guys are the canaries in the coal mine. European, just Europe, 75 European athletes who have died suddenly in the past five months since being fully vaccinated. Cardio is deadly to the vaccinated. 100% safe and effective for pregnant women, right? CDC director Walensky tagged her in this one. Clearly another coincidence that uh, this is from one of the listeners in the audience. His wife, ICU nurse, has dealt with this, seen this firsthand. In France, newborn with, I don't know about this specifically, but this general, you know, the vaccine injured. Uh, in France, newborn with missing fingers, the mother was vaccinated during pregnancy. The nurses confirmed to her that it was the vaccine related, related as they have seen more and more newborns with missing limbs. And we've had this as a side effect with previous vaccines. They stopped those. They're not going to stop this. Because this isn't about the health and welfare of the public. This is about their agenda to depopulate the planet. Another group of coincidences. My name is Stacy. I'm an RN in the ER. And last night we had four admissions who just had gotten their vac shot. Three male, one female, all under 38. 
the female died of a GMS, the male died of uh, MI, and the other two survived now in ICU on vents. Probably they're going to die too. This was not a rare occurrence. I'm terrified. And, uh, you know, I wrote her. Uh, it's about to get a lot worse, Stacy. I think the majority of the vaccinated will be dead in three years. Here's a thread that will help you understand what's unfolding. And then I realized after tweeting this, oh, she's probably vaccinated and that's why she's terrified. Yeah, it's going to happen to them too. Uh, All of these menstrual problems women are experiencing after they get vaccinated are certainly coincidence. Trust the doctors who won't know what to do if this happens to you. (laughs) Is it safe for some people to stop their periods completely from the insider and maybe even be beneficial, some doctors say? See? These menstrual problems that women are experiencing after the vaccine, perfectly normal. Maybe even beneficial. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Please pray for my baby brother. This is him with his daughter. I don't really know what to say. Please, please, Sonny Rainbird. Please, God, Sonny Man, don't dare leave us. Dad, please watch over our Sonny, our baby of the family. We don't really know what happened. He was found unconscious two days ago. He has a brain hemorrhage and is bleeding. He's very unwell and unresponsive. Just pray he will be okay. Just found out he had his booster shot on Sunday. Of course, in Western Australia, there's zero COVID cases, but they're still pushing the vaccine for COVID. Makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. This is not, this die off of the vaccinated is purely coincidence. Most certainly a coincidence. We're going to have to find this driver is definitely not vaccinated. Here's a semi-truck. This is from Cliff High. They crashed into the side of a building. We want to get straight back to the breaking news that we just mentioned here. A semi-truck crashed into a building in the South Park neighborhood of Seattle. Fox 13's China Green just got to that scene for us and has the very latest this morning. China, what can you tell us? Hi, well, I can tell you it is a pretty incredible sight to see here. There is, in fact, a semi that ran into the corner of the building. We don't know how or why it happened. I'll step out of the way so you can kind of see. Uh, But this building looks to be empty. There looks like there was nobody inside. I'll give you guys one guess. What might be the cause there? (sighs) Another coincidence here. You should most certainly vaccinate all of your animals, including your children. What's the worst that could happen? I mean, here's the Fort Worth Zoo. September, they announced their plans to vaccinate animals against COVID-19. And just on Tuesday, November 2nd, three giraffes died at the Dallas Zoo in less than a month. Experts are looking into whether two of the deaths are connected. What could it be? I don't, we don't know. I don't, why are the hospitals full? We don't know what's going on here. We don't know. I don't know. Um, hello. Could it, could it be the vaccine that's killing people? Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank, thank you for coming. Thank you. All right. Thanks guys. Simply couldn't be the hundred, hundred percent safe and effective vaccine. Please note this note, the note at the bottom of the story, also a coincidence. It's a story about, 
the um, world record holder in static breath hold free diving diagnosed with myocarditis. He can't hold his breath for very long anymore. And at the bottom of the story, this news comes shortly after French tennis player Jeremy Chardin and triathlete Anton Nietzschean were forced to suspend their seasons after a severe reaction to the COVID-19 vaccine. Rare and unusual, 100% safe and effective, folks. We read Steve's story about the neonatal ICUs being full. And if anybody knows anything about that and wants me to help get that story out, please get in touch. Um, I'm telling him way ahead of you, Steve. It's a coincidence. <laughs> 32, 132 in the ICU, 60 unvaccinated. Yeah, I mean, it's a coincidence. So weird. It's so weird. I'm telling him, no, it's not weird. It's a coincidence. All right. I'm going to let this guy finish us out here. If you've got comments or questions, you can start putting those in. If you want to join the uh, chat and hop on on um, spaces on Twitter, you can request to be a speaker and I'll get you guys all squared away. Have a listen. Love what this guy has to say. Sounds like me. We're trying to save lives. And you morons are too fucking stupid to understand what's going on. Now, it's okay to be ignorant. Because if you don't know, you don't know. True. If you're intelligent enough to look at a situation and say, I better look into it, and you look into it, and you find out the truth and join us, that's great. But if you're so fucking dense that you cannot see the truth or will not see the truth, fuck you. I don't care, mate. You haven't seen me angry yet. What's this space. And if you think I'm cranky, <laughs> now you watch Australia when y'all thought I got mad. This guy, awesome. I'm loving this. Countless parents find out that they have had their kids injected and their kids are going to die. Their kids are sterile. Their kids are barren because that's what the injections do. Mm-hmm. And if you are so fucking stupid to not even bother just to check, just to check if there's any truth to it. Mate, I don't have time for you. So belligerent, you're going to call me a name? That's a, I take that as a badge of fucking honor, mate. Belligerent, fuck you. You haven't seen anything yet. You want to see belligerent? You watch the Australian people when they find out thousands will be dying in the next few years. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. Hundreds of millions from what I'm seeing, from what we just covered tonight. If not a billion plus. And I hope you'll be, at least you have the decency to be ashamed of yourself. For not stepping up. They're sociopaths. They're, they're, they're not people to them. When you should have stepped up. And- so, glad to see someone speaking out. Okay. <coughs> Let me see what you guys want to chat about here oh one of the, oh the lights aren't on gotta fix that make it look cool okay uh let me see here let me see sam please contact luke radowski so he can have you on his show for an interaction he can upload it to his website you think he would I know who he is. I've followed him over the years here and there. Um, I can. 
I don't know how to get a hold of him. If somebody knows him and wants to arrange that, I'd be happy to sit and chat with him or have him on here. Either's fine. Uh, three giraffes. Yeah, we just covered that. Uh, also be sure to get a solid core door. So this is even more true. Like your interior doors, those are all secured with finished nails. 90 99% of them. Um, if you have hollow core doors, you're just wasting your time. I mean, you can punch, I, I can kick those off the hinges. No problem. But if you have solid core doors or if you have wood doors from an old house or you just have a really high end house and you spent, you know, $300 a door, um, then, then definitely do this <clears throat> to your interior doors as well to fortify them. That's the exact same way that I just showed you with the exterior door. Um, Bill Gates, the years we don't have pandemics so sounds like multiple years will do. Yeah. Boy. I got to wonder if some of these are replacements, you know. Interesting how the metaverse is all of a sudden available to folks who will never leave their houses again. Yeah, it is Black Mirror. I mean, just nailed it to a T. Except you get a nicer place in the metaverse, virtual reality, than you do real life, even in the movie, I think. Uh, did you know that Florida State University did research with over-the-counter allergy drug Benadryl, deactivated and killed COVID-19 in test tubes, lot, uh, live in test tubes? Benadryl seems very good at calming the cytokine storm, which produces a major histamine blood spike, so any histamine seems interesting. Yeah. Okay, so the doctor was talking about that last night. Um, she said it's a tool to use, but not, I don't think there's anything that says it's a cure-all for COVID. I don't think it has nearly the evidence to support it like um, like we have for, or like we suspect we have for ivermectin. So let's see this bong, amigo. I don't know what you're talking about. Oregon orange is the strain of the day. Sam, I screwed up. My son had knee surgery and received a cadaver tendon. It all happened so fast that I forgot to ask about the vac status of the donor. Lucky tendons don't get much blood supply. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but what do you recommend? I'm completely disgusted with myself for not asking. You didn't know. You, you know, we're in that kind of world. Um, so I, I noticed a difference. So when I had whatever it was hit me. I think it was COVID because I remember I had uh, my testicles swelled and then the whole area got inflamed. I think it was mRNA. I think it started producing spike protein and flooding the area with it. And that caused like irritation and inflammation and redness in my groin areas. Same time my ears stopped up for two months after that. And it was the niacin that cleared it. So I, I like Dimitri's protocol with his niacin flush at night. I noticed a difference when I started taking NAC. Um, I think making your own HCQ is a good idea. We've talked about that with the orange and lemon and grapefruit peels and boiling, bringing those to a boil and then simmer for five hours and strain it out, pour it in a pitcher, put it in the fridge, drink a little every day. 
for a short period, you know, to get over the illness, not as ongoing because, you know, it is a medication, kind of a chemical. Um, and all the vitamins and stuff. I think the body probably has a way to clear it, but, you know, the vaccinated may still be pumping it out. We don't really know. Um, so, I, I, yeah, it's probably not loaded with a lot of spike proteins, if it is. Um, yeah, I just, you know, preventative vitamin stuff like we've talked about, so... Looking for connections to Vax and testosterone. Also the rumor that Japan is off Vax and gone Ivermectin. Yeah, so not confirmed. I wanted to see more. There's suggestions, but not evidence that I was satisfied with. I want to see more on that. Um, uh, Mary was talking about that last night, about testosterone. The higher it is, the more likely, the, the worse the infection is, so. I don't know about with the vaccine, though. By any chance, did the Aussie guy with the signal group, that's Little Pause, uh, he did not, he's Little Pause on Twitter. Um, He did not, um, uh, list out his group. I don't know that he wants to open that to the general public, but if you want to chat him up on Twitter, that's probably a way to go about it. Uh, cadaver tendons are sterilized. Yeah, but are they going to get out the spike protein? You know, that's my question. What is that process going to do? I guess they're running it in a, in a pressure cooker. Is that what they're doing to sterilize it? Maybe. Uh, there's also a floor setup that can be placed on the door as well. Yep. So wedges and that sort of thing. Same kind of protection time without the eyesore too. Honestly, a pipe across the door and a solid wood block attached to the floor and another fitted under the door. You can also put a second deadbolt at the bottom. Um, You know, if shit hits the fan and you're worried about it, get a second one. It doesn't even have to be visible on the outside. It's something you can lock when you're inside. Uh, And that makes it far more secure because you've got another point. Now you've got, you know, two points, three points that they would have to break through that are all anchored to that two by four. And of course that two by four is anchored to the floor. It's anchored to the roof. So it's, it's strong. And there's typically two of them on each side of the door in, in all, but the rarest of circumstances, because that's how you frame a door or a window. <clears throat> so you've got inch and a half, inch and a half. You've got three inches of wood on the other side of that door to, to screw into. Okay. Um, do you think that boosters might be a sign their kill mechanism might not be working like they planned? No, I think it is. I think it is working as they planned. So, uh, why are we worrying about securing our doors? Did I miss something? Yeah, because the shelves are about to empty. Um, the uh, There's going to be food riots and everything else. So, all right. XRP in my pants. Don't make me regret this, son. What's on your mind tonight? <laughs> hey, can you hear me? Yep, we got you. What's going on? Awesome. Hey, so I was just uh, calling in to talk to you about the uh, like organized walkouts over the vaccine mandate. Okay, great. Have you looked into any of that? I've seen some of the schools. I've seen there was one at GE. Uh, there's been some in Washington State. I'm, I chat with one of the 
the line. line in the, yep. Can you hear me? Uh oh. Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I'll, I'll put you back in. Hang on. I'm gonna. This happened last night. I'm not sure what's going on. It's like it's dropping the connection. Call back in uh, or request to speak again, and I'll bring you back in, and it should work. But yeah, so I've seen, you know, I've been talking to one of the linemen up in Washington State that's dealing with this. And um, so, yeah, I, I'm pretty familiar with a lot of the different ones. Are you involved in one? Can you hear can me? Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Uh, no, I'm not involved, but I was just uh, keeping an eye out. Um, there's that uh, whole Q community that's, you know, they're pretty out there, but they're really talking about mass walkout, uh, recently. I keep an eye on everything, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, from what I'm seeing, it's like, um, I don't know what's coming, but I know the left can walk out, but if the right walk out, our country goes to shit. I think it's, I think that's baked in the cake at this point. You know, there's, we've got, We've got, it's happening to some degree. The question is, how long will they let it continue? The narrative is about to absolutely explode and people are going to be enraged and wanting revenge and realizing that they've, they've, they're a casualty of war, right? And um, I think it's going to get ugly and, you know, the, the people left are going to be, succumbing to the illness and so forth themselves there's going to be so much disruption and chaos and so forth that's why i'm telling people to you know put screws in your door (laughs) i don't know how bad it's going to get but uh it's i think it's about to get really bad we're going to have a very tough three or four years ahead of us Any other thoughts? You still there? Yep. Any other thoughts? Oh, uh, yeah. I was from what I was looking. It was um, it's supposed to be on the eighth of this month is the mass walkout. Okay, and that's supposed to be everybody. Um, uh, that's that's Threatened the by... whole Q community. Oh, okay, okay. So you know yeah. the extreme right. I heard they also went to Dallas and were waiting for JFK to show up, and he uh, <laughs> yeah. he didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah, no, maybe next time. Oh, well. All right, man. Have a great night. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, By the way, Gates warned there will be more bioweapons coming soon. Yeah. I am not surprised. You know, as far as these walkouts go, if you're facing some kind of mandate like that, it's a good way to let your employer know what they're facing if they go through with it. Um, I think it sends a strong message, especially if you do it far enough ahead of time to give them a chance to respond. Uh, And I I recommend it. I think that's a good idea. My wife went for the jab in case her mother would be hospitalized to be able to go see her because in Canada, you can't go to the hospital if you're not fully vaxxed. The sad part is that since the jab, she has headaches almost every day and her first palsy syndrome attack plus arm shaking violently gave her b1 megadoses benadryl and it did calm down most of the symptoms it was the most stressful day of my life i'm so pissed off and i'm sorry it's 
Yeah. It sucks. Um, niacin, uh, melatonin, NAC, HCQ. Look into that stuff. See if it helps. I, th- I think some of those will. As well as, you know, go to the frontline doctors or Dr. McCullough's protocol. Look at his recommended vitamin regimen and follow it with her. Both of you do it because you're getting exposed to this stuff too. All right. Okay. Last call. Anybody else on Twitch wants to jump in, do it now or hold your peace until the next show. (laughs) Uh, The elite think their money will save them. I think they, their bunkers will, they think they can disappear and hide out in their bunkers and maybe they can change their appearance or something. I don't know, but I think there's going to be a lot of people facing street justice over this. So, and we're in for, um, we're in for some trying times. Um, I think this thing's probably, yeah, I think we're weeks. I don't think we're months at this point, maybe more than a month, but I think this could be measured in weeks before this accelerates to a point where it's just undeniable to all but the most indoctrinated sheep that are just going to go down with the ship, right? And um, it's going to, it's going to, change is going to come hard and fast. And Cliff's talking about um, this one, um, he's got some, building tension language that's coming later in the month. And he thinks it's this, uh, Japan or sorry, not Japan, Chinese, uh, bond default situation hitting, making its way to the U S um, perhaps. But I, I think this, I think this is going to, uh, finally breach the, um, the consciousness. So, all right, we've got LOL. What's on your mind? You. Hi, Sam. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's oh. How are you? I'm doing great. What would you like to share with us? Yes. So first of all, thanks for, you know, the information you're putting out. Um, I've been able to change um, some of my family members and friends' uh, idea towards getting this. I'm, I'm mainly concerned because I have here in uh, California, and the governor here wants to make uh, he wants to basically make all children take this, uh, for a you know, to be able to appear in school by next school year, I think something like that, or maybe mm-hmm. beginning of this year. I, I, I just don't know what to do anymore. I, I, I mean, I, I wish I had the time to be able to homeschool them or, or what about a, like that. what about a group? Like find some other parents. I mean, you I, look, you're in New York. I know you're in California, but. New York, yeah. they, they straight out come out and tell you we're the empire state. California's not far behind them, right? So you're in the socialist paradise over there where you step over shit on the sidewalk, and that's not a problem, but unvaccinated people yeah. eating in restaurants is. Um, yeah. You might have to move. I, I don't know what I mean, that means, but or yeah. you know, another suggestion is maybe find a homeschool group so that you can do, you can contribute one day a week. Some other parents can contribute one day a week and you kind of find a way to work together because that's where the solutions are going to come from. They're going to come from us, not from the state. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Texas and and whatnot, but Mm -hmm. 
I mean, if you really think, I mean, things are really going to start hitting the fan, maybe our kids will be saved. I, I don't know. I, 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 I would hate, I would hate to see this happen on a mass scale, obviously, if, but yeah, but say it does. Um, what's going to happen? There's going to be a lot of people dying. There's going to be, uh, all of these houses, housing markets are going to crash. Right. So I would, you know, like if you're in a place that's really unsafe and you like New York city, try and get out, try and go somewhere else would be my advice. Um, if you're, you think you might be relatively safe to kind of shelter some of the storm that's coming that I think is coming. Um, maybe do that and then you'll be able to move and buy something cheaper, uh, especially if you're holding crypto, right. Or maybe even cash. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess cash is going to be King for a while. Yeah. Uh, and, and then relocate, but I would not plan on trying to live through the collapse with a bunch of socialists who have that mindset of what yours is mine. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I mean, I'm here in Southern California. I, I guess it's a little bit more conservative than the rest of the state, but mm-hmm. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, um, I, I have family in Nevada. I was thinking maybe we just, if shit really gets bad, we just, you know, trek over there. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, so as long as they've got good water and reset, you know, you don't want to desert's not a great yeah. survival location. You know, that's part know. of why well, I like the farm is we've got, water yeah. at 12 feet in the ground that's the groundwater level yeah. so i uh, i don't know what to say really God yeah help us all honest. there's no yeah. easy answers here it's going to be a hard three four years no matter how prepared you are i think yeah so yeah. It, be aware of you know the changing paradigm be as flexible as you can be and be willing to like make these hard choices yeah so all right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Good, sir. I appreciate it. Okay. Have a great night. Thanks for jumping on. Bye. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. I appreciate it. Um, screws in the doors, an excellent suggestion. Any force multiplier is a necessary addition to safety. Yeah. You're buying time, you're buying time and they're making noise. And if you're not here and you know, they kick in the door once they can run in, grab some things, but if they have to work at that door for five or 10 minutes, they're going to find an easier target. Right. So, all right. Enjoyed it, everybody. Thank you. Um, I'm going to be gone for a few days. I'm not telling you what I'm doing. You probably won't hear much from me and I'll leave it at that. <laughs>